Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. What if I told you everything you know about the world is wrong? Dear Lord, what if I told you that all the things I believe to be impossible are in fact very much possible? Ah, reality is not what you think it is. It is so much more complicated, fascinating, and above all, Lord is terrifying. We're at the fringes of the map. And there's more than just dragons. In your name I pray. Amen. How did you sleep last night, Dr. Singh? Yeah, I slept all right. Uh, I got woken up in the middle of the night. It felt like we, I don't know, I, I, I thought it was a dream, but it felt like we stopped moving. Hmm. Can't say that I've noticed anything like that. Singh says, yeah, uh, I guess it's, I guess it's, um, I guess it was nothing. It just felt like we stopped. Did you feel that? He says, he seems quite convinced that he really did feel it, but he seems uncertain now because you were so certain, Edwards. Did you feel that, Reverend? Uh, I go quickly to uh, drink my orange juice as a way to buy time and then remember that I just finished it. <laughs> before before he can answer, I'm, I'm just going to like cut in like, Dr. Singh, do you often travel by rail? Uh, yes. Uh, there's a very robust rail network in India. Mm. Um, it's a very common way of shipping troops around, I suppose. As a medical man, surely you're familiar with uh, phantom inertial change syndrome? Is that an actual thing, or did you just make that up? If you can't tell, why would I tell you? That's a fair <laughs> point. Dr. Singh slowly nods and says, uh, I think maybe I've heard of that. That sounds familiar. That's got a ring of familiarity to it. You know, I, I was reading about it not long ago, and uh, I, I can't remember what journal. When uh, you're in a moving conveyance, if you're sleeping and waking and moving and stopping and sleeping and waking and stopping and moving, your body will occasionally... Uh, especially during a somnolent state, uh, give you the false impression of your inertial state changing, not unlike when you think you're falling as you fall asleep. Uh, oh, hmm. Uh, that's very interesting. Well, I'd be Quite curious. fascinating. If I, if I remember what journal it was in, I will send it your way. I was just about to ask. Yeah, absolutely. Please. Yeah, I, I would love to read about that. You notice, for the first time since you've been here, with obviously now the exception of George Maynard, Everyone is in this car of the train. The strange man in the heavy poncho, the Australian adventurer, the French socialite, 
Otis Bismarck with his bodyguard shows up. Otis gives you... Actually, maybe they sit down... When they show up, him and his bodyguard both sit down at your table and Otis engages you in in conversation. Don't see why he wouldn't. We're pals. I... uh, 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 I, Quickly, I need... I need your help, please, um, Edwards. Yes, I'm sorry, Mister Mister Edwards. Please, he reaches out with his hands. I need a reading. Of course. I, the next few days, hold some very important decisions for me, and I wish you to contact. Um, I wish you to contact someone from my family. I, I hold up. A, I hold up a hand. Is this a sensitive matter? Do you require privacy? He looks around. Perhaps that would be for the best. Yes, actually. Please, mm. uh, we should go to my... Uh, when you're finished with your food, of course, we should go to my... my no, 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 no. Leave us away at once. Uh, <clears throat> gentlemen, do excuse me. Um, my spiritual advisor, Reverend Mason, um, would you care to consult, Reverend? Uh. <laughs> no? All right. Arnishes. Uh, <clears throat> I'll see you later. I go up to the bar with my glass. I, I cannot even start to get into yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. As we walk, I, 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 confid- I feel like in confidence, I, I put a hand on his shoulder and I'm like, no, is this in relation to anything in particular? Yes. Yes. There is a specific, uh, like I said, over the next few days, a very, very, several very important decisions need to be made. There is, um, it's a sensitive matter, but it's happening right now. And I need advice from someone over this sensitive matter. I understand that there are going to be things you cannot tell me. But the more information, the more guidance you can give, the more pertinent an answer I can give you. I don't ask you to give, I don't ask you to tell me anything that would incriminate you or harm your ventures in any way. Otis kind of like wrings his hands and you see him like mincing over it for a little bit. It takes until you get to his room. You open the door and you see probably the most resplendent looking room. You didn't know that there were different classes of room here on the train, but there is one. This train car, it'd be car one. And you realize that rather than having six rooms, this train car has two rooms. Oh, wow, that's much better. (laughs) If that office from before was quite large, you can consider this place to be a mansion in comparison. It's very thin because this train car needs to accommodate for the walkway in the middle, but it's got significantly more room. There's like a divider in the middle, like a, a curtain that can be pulled back and forth, and you can see Sol lives in one side and Otis lives in the other. It is... Spacious, positively roomy. You see lots of very expensive-looking luggage and equipment laid around. There's mm. like a full set of ink pens, which are perfectly monogrammed and stuff like that. Actually, everything would be... Every piece of equipment here is monogrammed with OB, and you notice that it is sometimes stamped onto the train itself. You don't know if the Bismarck Corporation has a stake in this train line, or maybe just Otis is like that much of a VIP, but it looks like this room is made for him specifically. Hmm. Otis sits down at the, there's a desk. He sits down at the desk chair, turns around, and Sol puts out a chair for you to sit down at. Sol then goes into his half and pulls the divider. Finally, Otis says, there is like an artifact 
a, a very important object that I I have come here to procure, and mm. I need your help. I need some advice. In I am slowly coming to terms with the fact that I have a lot of competition for this, and I need to know. Well, I just need to know the best course of action. Hmm. This artifact that you're looking for, is it related in any way to anyone you know personally? I suppose it is related to people I know personally, but the person I'm seeking their guidance, I they are not related to this. So you are looking for someone's guidance in particular? Yes. My, uh, my great-grandfather. He was a very clever man, and he set my family up for the wealth that it has today. And I feel like if I can harness even just a fraction of his acumen, I might be able to, I, it might be able to give me the edge that I need here. I'll need my valise from my room. So there are certain reagents within it that will make breaching the veil uh, much more precise. Sol can get that for you. Sol! He snaps his fingers. The divider parts again, and Sol sticks his head in. Tell the man what you need. Yeah, I, I tell him. It's the, the you know, room 420 or whatever. <laughs> Blaze it. Yeah. <laughs> Car 2, room 4. Car 2, room 4. The green valise. Quick as you like. Sol leaves to get it. So do you need my guidance, or do you need me to channel the guidance of another? I need you to channel the guidance of another. My my great-grandfather, specifically. Excellent. He, Otis seems like almost vibrating with energy. He's, he's, he's excited. Meanwhile, you have moved to the bar in the second dining car. Correct, Reverend? Uh, yes. Yes, I did. Standing there behind the counter is Enrique Avila. He is the bartender on the train. He's just polishing a glass. There's no one in this room right now. So you kind of have the dining car to yourself. As you sit down, Enrique slides on over to you and says, what can I get you, sir? I was going to go with another orange juice, but coffee is the appropriate thing to start the morning. Decaf? No, no, thank you. Uh, <laughs> lots of energy today, please. Thanks. Keeping it wild, he says. And then he gives you like a playful smile. As wild as I've ever been. Yes. He pours you a coffee, sets it down in front of you and says, if there's anything else you need. Maybe before he leaves, he grabs this like a little bowl of nuts. He grabs that, slides it a bit closer to you, and then he goes back to cleaning. Uh, how's your morning so far? Um, yeah, it's all right, I suppose. Uh, there's a, I don't know if you've noticed, he says, there's a new person on the train. Oh, uh, no, I haven't noticed anybody in a black suit and a mask that hasn't been here before. Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I... Look, even if it wasn't, it's all a bit, Enrique leans forward a little bit, even if it wasn't a little bit hush-hush as it already is, there's not a lot I really know about this myself, to be honest. I, look, I'm just the bartender, I just work here. But yeah, cool, huh? It feels all like out of a dime store novel or something. Uh, Yeah, yes. Um, It's funny, we have similar jobs in a way. You probably hear a lot of people come to you and say a ton of stuff, I do the same thing. You you kind of have your own confession as a bartender, I would imagine. 
Um, I hadn't really thought about it like that, but I suppose, yeah. Yeah. We'll try to help people in their own ways, in our own mm. ways. Uh, is everything all right? You, I mean, you know, uh, whatever you tell me will not leave me. But are you okay? Is everything is everything fine? Everyone seems to be up in arms, and I'm going to be honest with you. I'm very anxious about all this. Uh, I would Enrique. like to use my confession ability. <laughs> that uh, let me roll. Enrique looks to the left, looks to the right, checks to make sure the coast is clear, and then he leans forward onto the bar, and you see that he's about to... There's something clearly that that he does want to say, but he's struggling with it for a second. Before he opens his mouth, though, the train car to the restaurant opens one more time, and you see Sir John Crown steps into the dining car. John Crown calls over, uh, Enrique, can I make a, a simple request? Do you, do you have anything to make a, uh, uh, do you have the correct equipment to make a, um, an old-fashioned, perchance? Enrique giving it a considered thought, says, oh, I would need to get sugar from the kitchen. And to which Sir Crown nods and says, yes, if you could, lickety-split, please. I'd greatly appreciate it. Enrique, without another word, maybe gives you like a backwards glance, leaves. Sir Crown pulls up the bustle next to you, sits down, and says, you're not one of us, are you? Um, like a passenger of the train? Yeah, yes. Yes, no, I you're am. a passenger of the train, of course. We're not passengers here. No, I mean you're not one of us. You're not armed, are you? Armed? No, you have no weapon. Just with the word of the Lord, that's all. But you were up last night. I saw your door open. Uh, wide, uh, probably mid-sip of coffee. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I, I was up. There was a lot of commotion going on. A word to the wise. John leans over and he like puts a hand on one of your hands. And as he does that, you see his his waistcoat jacket kind of opens, parts a little bit. And you can see, similar to Agent Watson, he has pistol holsters underneath, but he has two of them and he has a revolver under each arm. A word to the wise. I would be very careful in the next few days. Things are about to get dangerous very few of us understood we all understood why we were on this train but none of us understood that everyone else would be here so some of us for some of us this has been quite a shock we uh, sometimes hear about each other but you don't tend to see each other another one of us in the wild i have seen what it's like when two or three of us get together but by my count there are at least six of us here and well, when two or three of us get together, things become dangerous. Things become deadly. I wouldn't want you to catch a bullet accidentally. I appreciate that. Uh, I mean, Keep your head down. Keep your nose clean. And above all, don't be curious. Curious about what? As I sh- uh, wave my hand into the air. The door opens and Enrique comes back with the tray of sugar cubes. And we'll cut back to Sol, returns with your bag, sets it down in front of you, and then he returns to his half. I start taking uh, various, I I open a a small case inside of the valise and start taking different powders out and and sprinkling them into a small silver bowl that I also take. Many of these reagents are quite rare and difficult to come by. I 
don't say this because I expect remuneration. I just want you to know that I'm pulling out all the stops, as it were, for this. No. I- Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I, I appreciate that. In fact, if it helps, and Otis takes a, from a locked, he pulls out from underneath his shirt a key. He uses the key to unlock one of the drawers in the desk. And out of the drawer, he pulls a wallet. You have but a brief moment to glimpse inside this wallet, and you have never seen something more stacked with cash in your life. There must be at least $10,000 somehow crammed into this wallet. I'm going to make a careful note of what pocket that key goes back into. <laughs> he, oh, he's got it like in a ring uh, on his neck. Son of a bitch. In a chain on his neck. He hands you... <laughs> he hands you $200 and then puts the wallet back. I slide the money to the side of the table. Not any closer to me. Just oh, out of the way. Sure. Sort of implying it's not necessary, but if you force me later, perhaps <laughs> I'll... It, <clears throat> but I don't say any of that. I'm trying to play it real cool. Sure. Because I desperately want $200. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so I get done sprinkling what is table salt and other things into you know a a small yeah silver dish in front of me um i reach out for what i assume is a monogrammed box of matches that says uh, oh beyond it's from somewhere (laughs) yeah Yeah. it's a no there's no box of matches you know one of those like big Uh, lighter lighter? yeah 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 yeah. you press down and it's got the light that's probably what he has sure I'll, i'll i'll take that and um i'm gonna use sleight of hand to to have slid a bit of flash paper underneath all the, the little bits of uh, ah, powder yeah. that are sprinkled in there. You get four successes, so you can describe it however you want. You do it really well. Man, if I get that good a success, then I don't even want to move the the lighter over to the bowl. What I'm going to do is, while, while like he's uh, as I take the desk lighter, 
I tilt it and get a bunch of lighter fluid on my fingertips. Oh, God. Yeah. And when I spark it, you know, you can you can have burning fuel on your on your sure. skin for a few seconds before, especially if it's something that burns at a low temperature like that. You can have that on there for a few seconds. Uh, and I transfer the flame with my fingertips to the bowl, which like gives a cartoonish poof of like, yeah. purple red smoke. Which is like very fragrant and herby, you know, so like it makes the whole room feel very exotic for a moment. And I breathe in deeply and I take his hands. And as the smoke clears, I'm staring like doing the Kubrick stare, you know, like straight yeah. out from under my eyebrows up into his eyes. And uh, I'm gonna, man, I've been pretty good at just reading this guy so far, but $200, I might actually talk to a dead person. <laughs> Oh, that's up to you, man. That's up to you, my friend. Well, um, I got a big fish on the hook here. So, yeah, I'm going to go for it. Use my medium ability. You feel, oh, wow. Holy shit. You got five successes. All right. That's an exceptional success. You do exceptionally well. You feel feel the, the hands of your partner, your dead partner, slowly touch onto your shoulder. You feel them lean in close and you hear whispering into your ear, though you're, once again, you can't hear what he's saying. And then you see standing behind Otis, there's a person with but a single hand on one of his shoulders. The silhouette slowly begins to form into that of a a very wizened old looking oil worker. This person is wearing overalls. He's got kind of like a flat cap. He's speckled with soot and oil. He looks he looks like a uh, like a like a worksman. Looks he does not look like a rich person at all. I see a working man. I am ashamed of my family. He is proud of what his family has become. <laughs> You had best watch out. It is behind you. I'm sorry, are you talking to me or to him? I speak to you, medium man. It is behind you. Are you referring to Clay? Clay's hands stiffen on your shoulders, and the whispering becomes more insistent, but now it's uh, more insistent, and now there's like a panicked edge to it. We can see the terror that will come for you, but you cannot yet. It hides behind you. What does? Do not be afraid of the El Donchetto man. Be afraid of what seeks it. Right. Do you have any... I thank you for the... like. Uh, this is A lot of this is uh, like so, almost sub-vocalization. You know, like just saying real, real, real sure. quiet to myself, unless I'm doing it big and then it's for Otis. Um, <clears throat> thank you for your warning. Before you go, I implore you, do you have any message for your kinsman before me? I will see him in hell. Listen, you'd be doing me a big favor if you could tell me something. Goodbye, medium man. (sighs) Great. Cool. Your connection to the... You withdraw from the spirit world. (laughs) 
you feel your your dead partner's hands leave your shoulder and the silhouette becomes vague, formless, and then disappears. I'm speaking to your great-grandfather now. What <laughs> questions do you have for him? Please, ask him. I'm seeking the El Donchetto man. Does he have any advice for acquiring the El Donchetto man? Hmm. He says... It doesn't make much sense to me, but he says, do not fear the El Donchetto man. Fear those who seek it? I believe you may not be on this path alone. Otis looks confused. He shakes his head. I knew all this already. Why is he telling me something I know? Then both of you hear a crack from behind where you are, Edwards, towards the back end of the train. It sounded very much like a gunshot. Uh, I'm going to roll sideways out of the chair and hit the floor. You lift up your hands, Reverend, and you say, uh, curious about what? And as he's getting up, Sir John Crown says, that's the spirit. And then he walks back into the restaurant car. As he passes Enrique, Enrique says, did you not want the old-fashioned? <laughs> he walks back behind the bar, sets the ice cubes down, uh, sets, sorry, sets the sugar cubes down, and says, can I make you something? I, uh, I, I don't drink, so coffee is good for me. But would, you like you. A, would you like a sugar in it? You know what? I would. <laughs> How many lumps? Make it two. Sure. He takes two lumps out of the little bowl and puts them into your coffee. We're being Thanks. wild today, uh, remember? Yes, yes. It's a wild day today. Yes. Uh, um, what, what was that all about? Uh, don't worry about it. You know what? Forget what we were talking about. It's, it's not important. I think I'm just going to ride this train out and just look forward. <laughs> Enrique, you can see there's like a brief look of concern. He seems worried for you for a second. And you can tell that he's a little torn about that. He's, he's considering saying something and then he decides against it. And he returns to cleaning mugs. But if if you require my services from a religious standpoint to talk things over, I, I'm in car two, number four. Room five. Five. Number five. Sorry. It's been a long morning. Coffee. <laughs> nice sip. Yeah, that'll do that. It'll do it to you. Dr. Singh comes into the dining car now, sits down next to you and orders, uh, uh, maybe also orders a coffee. Enrique tries to push the sugar cubes on him again and Singh eventually acquiesces to, acquiesces to uh, but a single lump. Uh, good morning, doctor. Good morning, reverend. Again, I just saw you. I'm so sorry. It's... That's okay. You you seem to be having a bit of a a bit of a one. Are you feeling okay? I didn't sleep very well, in all honesty, and uh, everything just. While you're sitting here, people from the dining car start filtering out. Yeah, it was just a just a long morning. Everything just getting to me a little bit. Just want to get back home. Mm. Fair enough. Fair mm. enough. You're, I um. Do you know right? I understand that. Yeah, I feel like yeah. I, I look. I've not had a 
I've not had a proper home in a while. I've traveled or been in transit somehow for quite some time now. I'm looking forward to reaching Boston, settling down, and just staying put. Oh, reaching Boston. Are are you heading through the, the Richmond, Virginia area? I believe I will be, yeah. I I think so, yeah. I, I'm catching a train from San Antonio. I've got to catch another train from San Antonio to somewhere on the East Coast. Gosh, I forget. And then from there, I'm heading to Boston. And I think it might be Richmond. That might, that might make sense. All right. Well, we may be on train for quite some time together. Mm, so. Well, that seems perfectly pleasant. In all honesty, you know, the people else, everyone else on this train, I'm glad you're going to be the one. <laughs> Look, if I'm being honest, it's a little bit for selfish reasons that I'm excited about that as well. I heard about your legendary chess match last night, and I must say I am excited to try, if you'll have me, uh, to try a, a match with you. Oh, legendary. I don't don't know about all that, but it was... Uh... It's been a while since I played. It was good catching up, playing a game. I would, I would love to play with you, but please do not be surprised if you uh, kick me right in the behind on it. <laughs> no, no, no. That's look. I feel like we're both maybe beginners, certainly, or maybe not. No, I don't. I guess I don't know. Anyway, I wanted to ask you something. So when I said I felt like I woke up last night, I'm actually pretty certain. I feel quite confident that the train stopped last night. And do you think do you think Edwards is hiding something? Well, I I, I lean in close to him. Is Edwards hiding something potentially? But concerning last night, him and I are on the same thing of this and from my understanding it's best if we stay out of the way cuz it's above our pay grade above our station just above us and i'd recommend you do the same for your safety sing's eyes go like wide as you're saying that um okay uh do we know what this is no but the man in the other room said he was an agent i would think government of some sort that's what i was thinking agent of what I don't, I don't know. Uh, seemed American to me, so I don't yeah. know. But there's also, you know, a, a military soldier. There's a, some woman who likes to carry around every type of weapon possible on her belt. You know, mm. There, there's some dangerous people around, and I, I'd like to stay out of it. I've seen enough war around and violence and such. I, I don't. I don't want to witness it firsthand right up close again. Look, I've seen a lot of war and I've seen a lot of violence as well. And I suppose I might be coming from a similar track here, but I think better the devil, you know, I suppose. And I would rather know this devil. I personally not like to know any devil. That's the whole thing behind my religion. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. I, I forget these sorts of things. Both of you here. A crack from the back end of the train. It sounds like a gunshot.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 